T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, Jen Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and roll on this Thursday morning. And uh, Cornell's uh, just a couple days to the uh, Eagles and the Cowboys, whether it'll be Hurts. Uh, or whether it'll be uh, at Gardner Minshew, we shall find out in a couple days. Of course, um, Sixers, they get a win last night. Phils, we'll get into some Phil stuff today, also some year in review stuff. We will examine some of the tweets from our show over the last, uh, well, year, this year, and uh, the respondents, and uh, have some fun with that. Look, a lot to do all of it with you on the phone lines, 215-592-9494. Richard Rich. Hello there, Joe. Hello there, Johnny. Three Johnny. Wow. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right, we're we're that close now. Yeah, sure. Uh, three dogs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, three. I guess I, well, we are. We I are kind of close. I think, I think both of us were just off kilter because, Seltzer, what did you just witness over the last thirty seconds? Yeah, you guys were like trying to we're get in your seats around. and make the show. Sorry, you guys like all over the place. <laughs> was that a short commercial? Like break when you or went, something? Richie, when, when, when you said Richie Rich, I didn't even think he was going to be ready to <laughs> answer. Well, I wasn't even ready. I wasn't even ready to ask it. Neither of us had a headphone on. We, we got we, blindsided. Yeah, that, that was that was a quick one. Anyway, hello, hello. Hi, uh, three Johnny. dogs, Joey. Yeah. Three dogs survived the sinking of the Titanic. Wow, they were uh, traveling with their owners in first class cabins. Mm-hmm. Three dogs made it. 
maybe they uh, their owners were nice enough to let them on the door with them so that uh, you know oh, one of them didn't have to drown. Right? I've been rethinking that. <laughs> I've yeah. been rethinking that, and I saw James Cameron made a comment. You know, maybe we should have made the the door a little bit smaller. <laughs> but it was they weren't gonna. It was it wasn't going to stay afloat. With he, both gets, Jack he gets he gets really annoyed. There. I've seen him talk about it too. He gets really annoyed. Like he's probably been asked the question yeah. like ten million times, and he's like, "Listen, it wasn't big enough." Like he gets so right. mad. And they really had every detail, you know. So down, especially for the science of that time. But it was such a whopper of a mistake. What are you going to do? All right, 215-592-9494. So, uh, by the way, our final show of 2022. So uh, thanks, everyone, for for being a part of our show that's listened to us over the last year or perhaps six years. And uh, interact with us on the phone lines if you can, whatever topic you want to get to. But we'll certainly start uh, Eagles-Cowboys, John. And there's a decision. uh, Maybe there's a decision to be made on Jalen Hurts and whether he should play. It sounds like there will be a decision. What I mean is it yeah. doesn't sound like it'll be so obvious that he can't play. Exactly. It sounds like he— Shane Steichen was encouraging yesterday. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you want to see Hurts play, and I mean, we all want to see him play, but if you want to see him play through some degree of injury, l- let me just say this. We, we kind of stumbled into this yesterday in the midst of a similar sort of conversation, but let me just be really clear and on the record here. John, I do not believe that it should be Jalen Hurts' decision oh. if he plays on Saturday. It's not It's not his decision. Oh, wow. Uh, the player knows how healthy the player is, and you're getting into some dangerous territory. I'm willing here, I'm willing to. I understand, I understand it could take him off, John. I do understand that. I, it's, oh. it's what I would do. The decision to play uh, for the leader – of your team, the guy that J- that Jason Kelsey said he's passed the torch to Jalen Hurts. I think you are you are uh, you you're kneecapping Jalen Hurts as the leader of this team if you tell him no, you're not going out there when he has made it very clear through Sirianni and everyone else that that he's doing everything he can to get back and play. And I think you're 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 putting something at risk that's been so spotless this year just the way that Jalen's words ring true with that team he says he wants to come back he says he wants to get out there and and be a great teammate be the leader of this team again and and you i guess as a front office you're 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 saying uh take that away from him yeah that is that's dangerous. That's wrong. I think it can lead to down down a scary stretch, and I I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair. Jalen hurts. He knows how he feels. Let him fight back. And and by the way, I am not as worried about this injury as you are to begin with. In, in large part because he looked so good playing with the injury during the game. Uh, this is extreme. Taking the the decision away. From the guy yeah. who's the face of your franchise, and for, for the next ten years, you you're wrong, Joe. See, I, do, I, do, I'm do, sorry. Do you understand? Say, do you understand where I'm coming from? Though? I mean, I haven't articulated it yet, but I'm sure you're you saying can you want him. You, yes, you you want him for the long haul. Yeah, I'm saying there's and, a there's a bigger. Here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. Let, let, okay, let me say. It. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a there's a there's a bigger. Uh, there's a bigger prize to be won. It's the Super Bowl, obviously. And and he knows that and you know that everybody knows that. So it's 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 factoring in what is really Now listen, does this get into as we discussed yesterday some stuff about how you can still get the home field advantage in the 16th game or the 17th game? Yeah, that that factors in. Does Jalen Hurts 
factor that in right now? I think less than than Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, though. I mean, it's just my guess. My guess is the athlete is so wired to play, and God bless him, because that's part of how he becomes the pro athlete, that he's wired with that competitive instinct and that um, – Toughness. That toughness. Tough yeah, like that. I, I get it, man. Like, you, that's what great. What you're but... suggesting, what you're suggesting, I, I don't care how flawless Jalen come, he, he comes across team, 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 you know, let's, let's do this for us, you know, put uh, the, the team above the individual. But I don't care how perfect your competitive mentality is. If you don't get the MVP, and and I I know you're saying hey I'm, the Super Bowl matters. I'm going to say tough cookies. I'm going to say I'm going to say that will linger if if Jalen doesn't get this MVP award, the best player in the in the NFL because he has played like the best player in the NFL and he is starting in the Pro Bowl because his cohorts voted on him along with the fans yep. and, and along with the coaches to be the starter in the NFC. Yep. That's a great honor. This is. A bigger honor, winning the MVP. Oh, and, it is. And, it's, and a if, hu- it's a huge honor. If he does not win that, because you said, I don't care how you say you feel, we know what's best for you, then that will linger. Listen, and, and, and that can and that can become a problem further down the line. I, that that can create dissension in the ranks that you don't want. Listen, I understand what you're saying, John, but I'll I'll say what maybe some others haven't thought of or maybe won't be willing to say. I would be disappointed in Jalen Hurts if he's chasing the MVP with the potential of the detriment to the team at play if he is reckless choosing to play in this game when he shouldn't. He's a football player. He just wants to play football. The team and has a magic him, number you're of You're telling one. him you know better than he does. It, the, yeah, we have a magic number big of one. Picture. And we haven't clinched anything yet. Jalen wants so badly to make sure this team gets the opportunity to win the Super Bowl. And in order to do that, you have to be the one seed. They are not yet clinched. All right, let's, the one let's seed. go to the phones and find out what everyone thinks. I mean, what are your thoughts, obviously, just fundamentally in the Eagles-Cowboys the game? Obviously, the rivalry aspect of it, we'd love to hear from you. It's always fun when the Eagles and Cowboys play. Your expectations for the game. And should Hurts be allowed to decide? Should he be allowed to decide if he plays? Yes or no? Why or why not? Plus, the MVP element of this. To what extent does that factor into the decision if you're Hurts or if you're the Eagles? And you want to have, look, they have a great relationship. You want to have a great long-term relationship. Do you, do you feel that you're undercutting the relationship if your instincts are to say, no, it's an organizational decision and we're going to sit them? Does that tick? Like, how do you, what's your sense of all of this? 215-592-9494. Johnny in Springfield kicks us off. Because the Eagles are going to have a decision to make. Johnny, what's going on, buddy? Joe, John, James. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Thank pal. you. Hey, guys, man. I've been uh, listening all week. I couldn't call in. But um, I did want to just say on, on one thing. I'm totally fine with Minshew starting. And, John, I know you're a pro, and I really do, like, respect your opinion. I just, I just like, you know, uh, just disagree. Um, I would say <laughs> – that I think we can go down there and win, man. I think we're a complete, and I think we're just a better team than they are, like all around. I really do. Uh, side note, whatever Parson said, I had no problems with that earlier uh, last week, I think, and um, I think it was a bit of a compliment personally. But um, I just want to say that uh, maybe 10 years ago, I would say 
yeah, let the guy make his decision. He Nobody knows his body better than him. But, guys, I like I said, number one, <clears throat> I think we can go down there and win. I look at it as another – yeah. No, I, I heard that. Give me the give me the ten give me the ten year argument. What for you has changed as a fan, as an observer of sports in the last ten years? All right, fine. I'll tell you. I just think I'm older and wiser, and I look at it more of a, um, you know, this is why I'm going to tell you, Joe, because I think we can go to the Super Bowl, and I want him healthy, and Bingo. I don't really yeah. think it matters if we if we lose this game. Um, I I agree. We can lose this. I think we can lose this game. I don't think we're going to. Let the backup, let the the juices start flowing, the competitive quarter, quarterbacks, all that stuff. You're going to get a bad, bad See, Johnny, bad you hit so, Johnny, you hit something, and great call. I appreciate it, man. You hit something to me that's very fundamental to the discussion. And the Eagles coaches can't say this to any of the players. But the coaches can say it to each other, and they can say it to Howie, and Howie can say it to them. It really doesn't matter if the Eagles lose this game. I mean, let me put it this way. It only matters if they then lose the next two and Minnesota and Dallas keep winning. And that's so unlikely, hence the ability to say the statement, it really doesn't matter if the Eagles lose the game, meaning it's not worth the risk of Hurts playing if he's not 100%. That's the equation. That's it. Like, that's it. Look, we'll see where everyone stands. 215-592-9494. I hear John sigh. No, he doesn't agree with me. All the calls up ahead. we got a lot planned today. We'll do it all with you on the phone lines. Joe Cameron, John Rich on WIP. Well, we can't get an Eagles Super Bowl for Christmas because, you know, game's not played till February. But we can wish for one, and we can hope Santa gives us a, uh, eh, give it to you in two months, one of those deals. Hey, uh, Twitter poll question today brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, wishing their employers, excuse me, <laughs> wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet Closer than you think. Today's Twitter poll question, should Jalen Hurts be allowed to decide if he plays on Saturday? A, yes. B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly hop aboard the phone lines. 215-592-9494. All right. Seltzer says we've got some breaking news. Uh, breaking news on WIP brought to us by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free. With DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. James, what do you got? We have our answer. Nick Sirianni, just meeting with the media, says <laughs> Gardner Minshew will start on Saturday versus the Cowboys. All right. So, Hurts is hurt. I mean, right? I, to, I think that's what that says. Yeah, that's what that means. Does something hurt worse than Or Or they just are I being thought. smart and saying we don't need no, this but game. He's hurt to some extent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, at least certain. I, I don't nobody, mean he's he, injured, injured, injured. But I mean, we said, like, he could be 90%. Right. He could yeah, yeah. 95%. He could be 95%. Yeah. Well, said earlier in the week that, that he's in a different situation, that he could mispractice all week and then say he's ready on Saturday and he'd be able to play. This is. This is different. I, I think this is a clear cut. Hey, he's not where we thought he was. Well, where and, we hoped he would be. Not yeah. thought he was. Where we hoped he would be. Mm-hmm. I also think they did, and I thought this from the jump. I, I thought they were putting out some misdirection to try to just complicate the Cowboys' preparation. I'd be fascinated, John, to know the rules. Meaning, Ideally, you'd play this, you know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't play game for two more days and say, it's a game-time decision. Make it harder yeah. for Dallas for another 48 hours. I'm actually surprised they didn't do that. Well, I, I think mean, that's purely right in his wheelhouse. James, I think it's NFL rules. I, I, I don't know 
how that rule's written. We just know teams can get in trouble if they don't list a player as out who really doesn't have a reasonable shot to play. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, James, I'm sure they would have preferred to, but I guess they have to follow some kind of league protocol. All right. Well, as it is, Gardner Minshew is going to be the quarterback on Sunday, so that certainly sort of changes the nature of our conversation. But you can react to that, Minshew mania. Well, maybe not necessarily. But hopefully the Stash can get a win and the Eagles can clinch the one seed. They certainly still have a, a good chance to win the game. James, if you can, at some point here, get us an updated line on where things stand right now, and we'll see where they move over the next you know two or three hours during our show. Let's go to the phones. Gardner Minshew will be the Eagles quarterback on Saturday and hopefully Jalen isn't banged up too much. And I don't think any of us think he's banged up too much, but he's banged up enough that they rule him out two days before the game. To Colin in Washington Township. Hi, Colin. Yo, what up? Hey, Colin. Hey, so there's a quick story that I thought of today that I don't think has ever been told on WIP. Uh-oh. I just wanted to go over. Uh, you know, uh, 2018, Alabama's quarterback room was Jalen Hurts was backing up to a uh, Mac Jones was the third string. Wow. It almost included Gardner Minshew. He was going to go to Alabama for his last year of eligibility and then go into coaching. And then Mike Leach called him and said, yeah, you can do that, or you can come play for me and lead the nation in passing. So he went and led the nation in passing and got drafted. And, you know, earlier this week, he eulogized Mike Leach. And yep. I don't know, there's something about it. seems like uh, it's going to be Gardner's day this Christmas. Well, that'd be a beautiful thing, man. I mean, uh, look, the Leach thing was sad. The fact that Minshew was close enough to him that he got the honor of being a, a, a eulogist was, uh, is that the term, John, eulogist? Yeah, I think I that know. sounds right. good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a pretty big honor. Think about how many people are in Mike Leach's life. And um, I hope you're right, Colin. I hope, look, I think Minshew can play. I, you know, if you, if you ask me, is Gardner Minshew one of the 32 best quarterbacks in football, meaning 32 teams, I'd say probably. Now, I'm not definite on that. I think Minshew is probably somewhere in the late 20s to early 30s, early to mid 30s. He's a good backup. He's better than some starters. You know, they can win this game with him. Doesn't mean they will, but they certainly can. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy that I think teams would definitely be trying to take uh, as their starter and competing with a young guy over a guy like Carson Wentz for next year. Like, he's certainly not bad, and we got a great team. You know, Michael Parsons was saying, oh, it's the team, it's the system, which that's something we didn't talk about. He was putting Jalen third at best. It's the team and then the system and then maybe Jalen. But he was right. We do have a great team. And, yeah. you know, the coaches are uh, hopefully better at really calling plays for Minshew because they had never called plays for an athlete like Hertz until last year. And, you know, we saw the struggles with that. And, you know, this is very going to be a very different game plan, but something that really that they're more used to historically. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, it, it, look, I don't think they're going to completely abandon RPOs, I don't think. Because remember, They're even not with used to it this year, with, well, uh, what's that? The, the the coaching staff saying that it, like I don't think it's easy for them to switch gears. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard at John. this stage of the season. No. We're, we're in week sixteen, John. They they, they know that Gardner they Minshew have can a get in their comfort there. zone no. of plays that they go to that they that, you know their their card. You know the giant card that they have that they look at. Yep, like that that card changes pretty dramatically now. Y- no, it does. But I think you're. Um, over, I think you're misrepresenting how complicated it is. First off, they go into every game. They've already played, but, but, but what are they? Third, they've played 14 games. They've had 14 games where I'm sure they have another card ready if Gardner Minshew has to I'm go sure in there in the second quarter. they have another card ready too, but yeah. they don't know how those plays end up looking with this quarterback who, I mean, he's played in mop-up duty this year. 
Like, you really don't know for sure this version of Gardner Minshew in 2022 what he's going to give you. Like, as a starting quarterback for four quarters, you don't know the way that you do with Jalen. Okay, Jalen Jalen likes these plays. Jalen prefers when we do this. But, John, they've been together for for two years. I mean, it's not like they don't know the dude. I understand that. Of course they know him, but they don't know him as well as they know Jalen Hurts on game day. Well, I agree with that. Let's talk to Jim in Havertown. Yo, Jim. Yo, guys, what's going on? Hey, man. Hey, Jim. Jim, you in, like, a bathroom right now? There's an echo effect. What's going on here? Oh, no. He's faxing us. Oh, oh. what is happening? Uh, I'm trying to give him a, a moment here to see if he can get it together. Longer, you there, Jimmy? Longer than normal. I'm, I'm here. Hey. Oh, hey, hey, Jimmy. All right, Jim, go ahead, buddy. You got, I got you. You there? Yep. All right, so, yeah, I'm at the bathroom. Um, what's going on, guys? Yesterday I told my son, or today I told him, I think it was, he talked to him on the way to work. Um, if you didn't play, if you don't practice Wednesday, right, John? If you don't practice Thursday, you don't play Sunday, right? Well, uh, Sirianni told us that that rule does not apply to Jalen Hurts. Nor, nor should it apply. That. Nor should it apply. I, I just heard you say that just now, and I agree. The guy does all kinds of homework. We know he's the first one there, last one to leave. I sure, I'm sure it shouldn't apply to him also. But it is a golden thumb rule out there, right, though, John? Like you guys were just saying. About no, it's not. It's team. it's it's reference, but it's not a golden rule. I mean, Brian Westbrook used to not practice frequently with the Eagles because they were being careful with him, and he would play. I, I mean, I don't mean active running back drills, brother. I'm talking about quarterback drills okay. where they wear the red shirt, brother. Remember the difference between quarterbacks and running well, backs? Yeah, but you remember you know? Jaws? I mean, we talked to him yesterday, but he's in he's in the hospital in the halfway through the week, and then he plays the following game. So you know. Yeah. It's, well, not, it's not a golden rule. Changed, right? We're talking about today, Joe, how things have changed, right? Well, you but were asking, John, saying, a golden rule that's been all time in football. Thing. You're right. I was saying okay, that. Okay, right there. Yeah. Listen, if you're yeah. going to bring up the golden rule, another golden rule. <laughs> yeah, okay. Boy, I love sparring with you, Jim. You're fun, man. <laughs> you know, you're, you're you're like Spider Rico, man. I just pick you apart at the end. Ooh, that's a slap yeah. in the face. You know, your that fight was never on film, right, brother? <laughs> Spider Rico film was, was never filmed. That's fight, right? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Jim, you got anything else? Talk to me. Eagles, Eagles, Cowboys. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that what's the name? Uh, we're going to beat them because the only thing that they match us with is offense, and uh, I think our defense topples their offense. So you know, our, our offense and their offense are comparable in stats. Our defense is much better than their defense in stats, so we win the game, right? Defense wins the games, right? Well, listen, maybe. I mean, we'll see. And Jim, happy their holidays to you. Defense is pretty good yeah, too. They, uh, they didn't look good against the Jaguars, but they were at the top of the league in scoring defense, which I think is the most important stat. Uh, they they were better than we were in scoring defense prior to that game. I'll check out where we stand now, but. Both defenses are good. They take it away, yeah. and yeah, they're they're good, and they have arguably the the best defensive player in the NFL at the end of the line of scrimmage on every play, so that helps their cause. Great player, so, Seltzer. What do you got in there? Yeah, Nick Sirianni on telling Jalen Hurts that he wasn't going to play. Seems like Hurts obviously wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, he said he's disappointed because he wants to play, but we have to do what's best as an organization to put us in a safe spot because he will play through anything. Those are the hard conversations we have to have sometimes. Well, so we don't know based on what he said, but is your interpretation of that, guys, that they told him you aren't playing, it's our choice? Absolutely, that's it. I, yeah. I won't say definitely. I would say really? 
What else could it be? Everything is basically like Jalen wanted to play. I told him he couldn't. Well, first off, well, a couple things. First off, Sirianni's not going to say Jalen didn't want to play. So fundamentally, when Sirianni talks to the public, which is to the media and the fans, of course he's going to say, yeah, Jalen wanted to play. James, read the quote again. I want to to just kind of drill down on this to try to deter. Because of course he's going to say Jalen wanted to play. So one more time, just to get a, a sense of what Sirianni said, and we can, again, do our best guesstimate of whether they told him he won't play. Okay, so here's what he said. Uh, Nick Sirianni on telling Jalen Hurts he's going to be sidelined. He's disappointed because he wants to play. But we have to do what's best as an organization to put us in a safe spot because he will play through anything. Those are the hard conversations we yeah. have to have sometimes. But, and the reason I'm not where you guys are as emphatically as you are is my point is Jalen Hurts might have acquiesced to it willingly. Not happily, but willingly. I mean, Jalen might have, you know, read the standings and said, listen, yeah, I can sit this one out. We can still win with Minshew. And if we don't, we still do have two more games to get the one seed. So it would be fascinating to know. And I think at some point there will be an answer from Hertz because he'll, he'll speak in the coming days. Jalen, were you told you're not allowed to play? Or did you participate in the discussion in which you all agreed that you would not play? I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. Let's go to Mike right now in New Jersey. I feel like I'm pretty sure. Mm. And I think, mm. I think this, is, this is dangerous territory. The front office making the decision instead of the guy who's actually supposed to be playing. Well, if the front office did it or if Sirianni did it, I well, I admire do it. You, do you really question that? I think it would have been a Howie and Sirianni conversation together with possible lure involvement. I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Mike, and, and by the way, if you want to comment on what you just heard there with that quote and how you interpret it, I mean, we're all ears. I mean, that, that quote could cut either way. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. What's up, Michael? Are, are we good now? We're good, buddy. <laughs> Hi, morning, boys. How you doing? Great. Sorry, I don't have much of a voice. I blew it out yesterday. Wow. Yeah. A lot of traffic, a lot of anger, a lot of yelling, a lot of cursing. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, man. Because of traffic? You did that, oh, like, yeah. yelling at cars but because they were lined up? Uh, uh, no, it's just stupid people. Stupid people make me yell. Yeah. Mike, it's a holiday. It's a holiday season, man. Yeah, well, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. Stop looking at what's happening on the other side of the highway. Wow, I All agree. Right. All right, that's it's it's dumb. You know, I used to be a firefighter. You know how many accidents I had to be at because people were rubbernecking. Wow. Hmm. All right, Mike, what do you got on the Eagles? Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited. Minshew needs to dust off that mustache. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, before I forget, hey, John, like a month and a half ago, I dropped my personal best buck. Big-bodied eight-point. Wow. My I'll... buddy is very upset. He was hunting it all year. He wanted that bunk, but he wanted it, and, he, and, and I killed it. And my friend told me like three weeks after I killed him, no, he's still mad at you. Oh, man. Uh, so you, you, you tell Johnny he can come see that buck anytime after March because it'll be on my wall. Wow. It sounds <laughs> like a beautiful animal. Uh, it was, it was. And, and before, also before I forget, you already opened up a can of worms, Joey, calling John Johnny, so I think you should answer every call and put a Y at the, per, at the end of the person's name. Listen, man, let me tell you something. Have a little, I, I have was, a little fun with it. I was Joey for the first five to seven years of my life pretty hardcore, right? I'm, You're still Joey. Okay, good. I got a Christmas card from my mom addressed to Johnny. There you go. Just, uh, yesterday. So your parents, was your dad still 
Johnny to you through the end? No, he would call me John. And when did that change? Because you were Johnny as a young guy, right? I was, because he was John also, and they had to differentiate. Were you little John? No, I was just Johnny. Okay. And does your mom still, so she addressed you in the card as Johnny, but if she calls you up and you Sometimes pick up. she'll say Johnny, yeah. But it's more John. Yes. Okay, more John than 48. <laughs> hey, we had to give away today a pair of tickets to see comedian Brian Regan at the Miller Theater on uh, Saturday, January the 14th. Uh, tickets on sale at Kimmel Cultural Campus, uh, dot org. You know, John, I was thinking earlier today, Johnny, uh, about, you know, the Christmas tree. And I got the fake Christmas tree because in my um, apartment complex, we're not allowed to have a real tray fire hazard and that whole deal. Um, but it is certainly, uh, I think you can say it's a unique tradition. I mean, it's, it's, if you really think about it, it's, it's humans making the decision to either chop down a tree or purchase a tree from someone else who chopped down a tree um, for the holiday spirit to bring it into their home. Uh, we decorate the tree. Um, you know, you might have some Christmas music on while you, while you're, you know, while you're doing the tree, you got to water the tree for two to five weeks, depending on how long you have it. I mean, it's, it's a great tradition. I love it. It's a unique tradition. I don't even know where it started. I'm sure we could look it up, but John, I want to hear from you and Seltzer and everyone today as we get just a couple of days now away from Christmas. What is a unique tradition? If you really think about it, there are so many things that we do in everyday society or seasonally like the Christmas tree thing mm-hmm. that y- you'd probably have to step back if you really thought about it and say I wonder why that started I wonder why we do that like John give me an example of and I want to hear from everyone 215-592-9494 what is a and I don't I don't want answers by the way let me be very clear that get into um, cultural stuff or religious stuff that gets uh, insensitive let's all please be kind of kind here okay uh, but, John, when you think of a unique tradition, what's, mm-hmm. what's a good answer for unique tradition? February 2nd, we dote on a giant rodent. And we <laughs> sit there and wait for him to either emerge from his burrow or not. That's so true. And a lot of people actually believe that that giant rodent determines the seasons. Listen. It's crazy. Yeah, it's... Um, it's very true. It's very, very odd. If you, I, I don't know. And, and Seltzer might have to look some of these up today. Where did that one start? Seltzer, give me an answer. What's a unique tradition? Why do we care that a ball drops every year on New Year's Eve? Like, wh- how did that start? Why is that our big thing on New Year's Eve? We're like, oh, we got to watch a ball drop. Like, yeah. how? Why? Yeah. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah, I don't know where that one started. And I don't it's know. Exciting, if are we the only country that does that? As far as I know. I don't know either. I, I really don't know. <laughs> but the ball drop, like, yeah, seriously, John, someone is, what, 1800s? 1900s? Like, someone's like, yo, uh, like, we love New Year's, but let's spice it up. Let's have a ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what, like, what in the world? Uh, I'll give you another unique tradition, and I would strongly think we're not the only nation that does it. Um, it, it same exact time, actually, as well, seconds later uh, for, from what James just said. The January 1st at midnight kiss. John, I mean, like, you know, like. That kind of ties in with the ball. Well, it's very similar. Yeah. It's it's very similar. And, it, you know, I, I don't know. Half the country maybe kisses someone. Half the country doesn't kiss someone. And the years that you don't, you, you know, right? I mean, you know, like, when you're not with someone and there's no kiss, you're fully aware. There's, there's, no, there's no missing the fact that you don't have someone with you. I mean, it's like everyone knows I either got someone with me or I don't got someone with me. 
All right, give us a great answer. What is a unique tradition? Best answer by the end of the show. Person's going to win the tickets to the uh, the comedian Brian Regan coming up in a couple weeks. To Patrick in Tabernacle. Hi, Patrick. Morning, guys. Hey, listen, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, everyone. You guys rock. Thanks, And uh, hey, hey, Joey, I didn't know if you know it, but there's an animal that when they give birth, they call that baby a Joey. Yeah. You know what that oh. animal is? Uh, I don't. There's, I, yeah, there's no way. What is it? A lizard? A lizard? A little, he calls the little Kang- creature guy. Kangaroo. It's not a lizard. A kangaroo? A kangaroo. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, got, yeah. got a little little Joey. But listen, uh, Eagles, this whole thing, and, and with Hurts and everything, I just said from the get-go, just, just sit them. I, I know it's the Cowboys and everything, but like I'm, I, I feel confident going into this week. I, I really do. And we were all chatting about, you know, Micah Parsons, and and like, you know, sometimes there's just way too much chatter to listen to, and and uh, you know, I, I I do try to just block some of that out, you know. But it goes back to my my gut told me it's like, look, let them let them sit. I, I I really I got so much faith, and I don't know if it's. You know, I'm not saying we're romping. I'm not saying any of that, but I, I have a lot of faith in the and, – and look, I hope Sirianni learned something last week from that game. I mean, Sirianni is still on a on a lear- learning curve here. In what regard? And, not running the and, ball and, enough? And, 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 and how you're utilizing Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree with you, you know, on that. And, yeah. and I know there's – you know, they were doing other things defensively with run blitz and all this other stuff, but – yeah. You know, let's you know, and I and I believe that he learned. He's a guy that will learn from his mistakes. So, coming in here, I'm I'm looking for an all-out brawl. You know what I mean? And 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 I haven't been this fired up in a in a in quite a while against the Cowboys. To be honest. With Interesting, you. Patrick. Give me a great answer here for your unique tradition. Um, uh, Joe. I again, I don't know if you know it, but but rabbits definitely don't lay eggs when they give birth. They give birth to live rabbits why do we call her eggs at easter joe please tell me that it's a great question i i still don't know it man yeah they're hard boiled they're not they're not like nothing's grown in them joe they're hard boiled they're also you know? chicken eggs too right <laughs> yeah the easter egg thing we have a rabbit but we do chicken eggs and we color them i don't know i that's a good I, that listen we're, we're gonna get a lot of good answers here today speaking of answers i'm curious and rich can come up surely but john if the eagles clinch because again we're going to be off here for some time. I'm just curious as we look ahead of the Saints. If the Eagles clinch this weekend the one seed, if they beat Dallas, and Jalen is healthy enough to play against the Saints, do you guys think they play him against the yeah, Saints? Yeah, I do. And, uh, look, I believe that this decision came from the front office today when Nick Sirianni went in there and told Jalen Hurts he wasn't playing. I think the front office, it is in their best interest to make sure we do everything we can to win the game against the Saints for obvious reasons. And I expect, especially because Jalen's sitting this game, you can hedge. He your, will be much healthier. He would. Oh, he would arrives. be health. He would be healthier. But you also could hedge your bet and feel like, yeah, we could win, Mitchell. You know, I mean, it's not like you're playing the Chiefs. You're playing the Saints. I don't know. That's a tougher call. And then you shut hurts. And then you shut hurts down for a month. I don't know. I got to think about that one. I think he'll play. And and I I thought it was interesting. Our caller said he's he's very confident. Feels really good about Minshew. Just think about how the Cowboys feel. Are the Cowboys more or less confident that Jalen that Jalen Hurts is not? Playing? They're more confident, much more. No confident. question about it. Yeah, no so, question about it. So yeah, we can still beat them. It will be harder. Two, I agree with that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Rich Gannon up ahead on ninety four WIP. Hey, Santa Barkley is back, and this year he's giving new Fanduel customers. 
exactly what you asked for. Unwrap the gift of a no-sweat first bet of up to $2,500 in free bets when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. Let me repeat that one because that is an outrageous amount of money. A no-sweat first bet of up to $2,500 back in free bets when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. That's an amazing deal. And that is uh, free bets back if you don't win that first bet. And that's when you sign up using promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. You know, their app is awesome. Easy to sign up for, easy to navigate, and to lock in on whatever game or prop bet you want to lock in on, any combination, same game, parlays, however you want to do it. It's all there for you with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Your opportunity to bet on Philadelphia and Dallas. All the other games up ahead. By the way, all the bowl games up ahead over the next, you know, two weeks or so. It's all there for you, including $2,500 back in free bets from Santa Barkley when you sign up using promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook. Chad Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. So I saw a, a quote yesterday from the world of baseball. I'm going to get to this segment because it was astonishing who said a certain quote on a certain time. I mean, I almost fell out of my chair, and I wasn't even in a chair. We'll get to that coming up soon. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Chris in Middletown. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Christopher. Muppet Weasley. Hey, Chrissy. How are you, buddy? I'm hanging strong, hanging strong, my friend. Hey, congratulations to Mr. Uh, Jiglio there. Um, he's got some small shoes to fill, though, following <laughs> you. So. Well, let me say, uh, I did yesterday when I called into those guys, but congrats, all jokes aside, man, congrats to Joe and, and Hugh. They're going to do a great job. For those that uh, missed the announcement yesterday, it was uh, during John and Ike's show at 3, uh, Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas – will be the new midday show host starting one week after the Eagles season is over. So hopefully that'll be mid-February after the Super Bowl. They're going to do an awesome job. Joe has done uh, magnificent work at night. You know, he ne- he's never going to come on the air and talk about his ratings because it's not his style. But his ratings have been super high. People are very engaged with his show. And Hugh, obviously, is a big-time fan favorite and a huge personality. So they're going to have a, a tremendous show. I, I am super excited to watch the banter between those two, yeah. much like it's entertaining yeah. like you guys. Um, I, I got to say, Muppet, I, I was listening to the radio yesterday when you did call in, and, uh, you know, he prized or, or uh, praised upon Mr. Giglio, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, dare I say, very presidential of you. Well, listen, there's no question I know how to, you know, handle situations like that. I mean, th- this is all part of the um, – the grooming process for me to the presidential uh, skill set. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be yeah. presidential. You know, as they say in the West wing, the presidential voice. And I yeah. think I'm developing that. Now I'm not there yet, but I think sometime in the forties I'll be there. All right. Let's get to some more important topics of the day here. Sure. I talked to you yesterday. I told you, I really felt like how was pulling the shots here. I think that's the reason why the call came out so early today. I think you're right. They could have drug it out, but I, I really think that they needed to get, Jalen is so competitive. Jalen wanted to play. They needed to get him to wrap his head around the fact that they couldn't string him along, even through the media, where they got to be like, dude, you got to sit down this one. Not only are we talking about this year, Halfrey's looking at it. They're getting ready to write him a very large check. So the last thing they want to do is 
screw up another quarterback bringing him back too soon. So I agree with uh, you. Yeah, the, listen, the Carson thing, I mean, even though it's a totally different injury, it, it could be could be in their head a little bit. Yeah, and, and I, I just I thought that that was the play the whole time. I think it works out perfectly where I, I think they're going to win, um, and I'll talk to you briefly about that, but let me go to where I'm going with this thought. I think this was the thought all along. We sit him down this game, let him recover. We bring him back. We beat the Saints. And, oh, by the way, we, we also know how he likes to uh, fix draft picks for the, next year. That helps him out. And then potentially, if he's still got a little lingering effects, we sit him for the last game. But now he only sat one game and had a bye week versus potentially winning this game. And we were saying, do we rest them then? And then that's three consecutive weeks off. So that's my thought on that. Let me say this, guys. There's going to be a very great day on Saturday, right? Because the stash is going to come out. He's going to beat the Cowboys, and it is going to be a very merry stash bus. All right? <laughs> I love it. Chris, give me a unique tradition. Very unique tradition. I think it's a bit bizarre. As a man, it makes me cringe a bit. People stand around. They celebrate. They watch this happen. Look at it. It is when, in a Jewish ceremony, a moil comes to the house and circumcises a poor young man and I can't. I, I'm right there with right you, Chris. <laughs> as as a Jewish person, I have always been. It's unique. We'll say that. There you go. All right. So let me tell you what also is unique and absurd. And I, I just, to me, there's only two last names that I would have had the reaction I had when I heard a quote yesterday from the world of baseball. Now, John, and we we covered this yesterday about the Mets with another three hundred million dollar guy. By the way, the Phillies have two $300 million guys. Let's act like they don't. Not act like they don't. They do. But the Mets have taken it to an entirely different extreme. Um, when you include the luxury tax next year, the Mets payrolls, again, including the luxury tax, it'll be up uh, at about a half a billion dollars. The whole thing is absurd. And to me, the two names that should not be allowed to say this quote are Boris. Okay, now Boris didn't say the quote. And Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner said the following quote. Now, obviously, it's not George Steinbrenner. He passed away a number of years ago. How? It is Hal Steinbrenner. Now, John, Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the New York Yankees, the team that for decades has spent the most money in sports, comparatively different than all other teams from their sport, right? They like, are known as the evil empire. Right, right. That like, is their nickname. Right. Like, that, like nobody has ever gone through the stop sign of other owners being like, yo, <laughs> you got to slow it down. Like, how Steinbrenner yesterday, John, said the following quote about the Mets' newest addition and how high their payroll's gotten. This is so unbelievable. How Steinbrenner said, I think it's something to be looked at. Nobody should have to go into spring training thinking their team has no chance of making the playoffs. God, what a loser. From a Steinbrenner. Loser. I mean, that organization, James, can you put some context? It's embarrassing. Abs- like, right? He should be embarrassed to see, let those words utter his mouth. You know what? Steve Cohen is eating your lunch right now in New York. Yeah, yeah, yes. He is. He's, that's New York, man. Like, what a loser. I mean, Hal Steinbrenner is a flat-out loser. Guys, you, you can pick any of the years when they were winning those titles in the 90s. But let's just, as a, for instance, take, like, a, a 98. They had, like, 
I mean, my God, they had Cone, they had Pettit, they had Posada, they had Jeter, they had Bernie Williams, they had... Clemens. Yeah, well, (laughs) Clemens the next year. That year they had Wells, eventually Clemens. They had Strawberry. I mean, in 96, they had Cecil Fielder. O'Neal. They had uh, had Tino. They had Tim Raines in there. They had Chili (laughs) Davis. They had, like... They had what might have been maybe at different points in their career upwards of like 15 to 17 All-Stars. Yeah. And, and like the Yankees are like, oh, you can't spend all that money. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? James, I'm telling you, I think it might be the most absurd quote in the entire year of 2022. <laughs> I think it might be, man. Because if a pirate says it, if a twin says it, like, yeah, I get it. I get it. A Yankee? <laughs> the Yankees owner just said that quote? Holy hell. I'm right there with you, Joe. Great pull, buddy. All right. I could not believe it when I saw that. Let's talk to Matt right now. Hi, Matt. Hi, Joe. Um, hi, John and James. Hi. Happy holidays to you both. Have, um, to thank all you, you have sir. a safe and happy holiday. Thank you. You too. Um, thank you. Um, in regards to the Eagles, I, I agree that they should play uh, Gardner Minshew, especially if Hurt is in 100% healthy. Uh, it's all about the Super Bowl, not yeah, individual is. awards. Um, I agree that, it, with John's point, that you know, Jalen might be thinking about the individual individual awards, but at the end of the day, he seems like a team first guy, and you got to do what's best. Uh, I still think he he may. I would play maybe. I don't know if I would play him for the whole game against the Saints, but but definitely at least part of it to to avoid that rust, but especially if he doesn't play for three more weeks. Yeah, that'll that. be but, interesting. I'll be very interested, Matt, if they win the game, if they play Hurts versus New Orleans. I'm, I'm very conflicted on that. John, the, the rust factor for a whole month, does that concern you if he doesn't play for a month? Absolutely it does. Uh, you, you know, what concerns me more than that is this this current mindset, hey, it's good. It's it's all good. Like the fact that they did this, the fact that they put it out there that Jalen's not playing. Hey, it it makes the most sense. Yeah, great. We'll still beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a good team, guys. The Cowboys are formidable, and 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 everyone seems to think it's just the offense that's solid for the, for the Cowboys. Their their defense is right there with us in terms of points allowed per game. They actually have more takeaways than we do. Which is something. Yeah, that we've got a ton of them. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they're they're second in turnover differential in the NFL to us. They're a good team. And what message does this send? You you know, this time of year, it really is about mindset. Uh, some teams they know they have to have a game, and so they play that way. The mindset that like the the standard that you're setting to your team is. Hey, this game's important, but it's not do or die time, so we don't have to play our quarterback against a really good team. The Cowboys are sitting over there saying, "We gotta win. We gotta we gotta keep pace. We're the five seed right now. Doesn't if we bo- lose, if we continue to lose, me. we're we're gonna fall out." I think the Cowboys probably have more of a sense of urgency. Oh, they do. In part because we just told our team, "Hey." Jalen doesn't have to play, and we're still good. Well, m- maybe. I mean, the game matters more to Dallas, but the Eagles have been wired, man. I think this is a trust Sirianni What's the mo- line on this right, we'll, we'll get that. Matt, give me an answer, a unique tradition. Uh, why do we give chocolate on Valentine's Day? Uh, I just never understood why chocolate is synonymous with showing affection. That's interesting. Is it an aphrodisiac, John, to some extent? Is, is, that- is it for you? Huh? Is it for you? 
Uh, I have no idea. I eat it all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I mean, that would either. be my guess. Maybe somewhere in there there's there's some sort of something. All right, the line of the game, John, here's what I have, and James can give us the updated one. Yeah, the here's, updated one. From, from this morning, the line was uh, the Dallas Cowboys were a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Seltzer, as of this moment right now, again, it was four-and-a-half-point favorite about two hours ago. Minshew is now going to be the quarterback. That's been known publicly for about 45 minutes. James, the line right now is? Six. That's a quick move. So what what does that, like, we have people saying, hey, I, I'm not worried. It's, you know, dust off the mustache. We're going to be good to go. Doesn't that tell you something? A six-point line, that's that's pretty huge. It's not for small. For this Eagles team. Yeah, it's not small. All right, well, look, I'll ask you, do you, do you trust Sirianni to get the guys ready? I mean, what, what John's implying is that the guys might not be ready because some of the balloons been let out of the air. Or no, was the air let out of the balloon? I guess that's what yeah. it is. All right, how do you interpret it all? Jared Cameron, John Ritchie, plus up ahead. A question for uh, for everybody about the Phils and about what we witnessed in 2022. Want to have some fun with that, invoke the great memories of October. That and more up ahead. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.